Hello everyone and welcome to a very special episode of the Sweet Paul podcast, Chasing the Sweet Things in Life. Merry Christmas! Happy holidays! Yeah. <laughs> it's our holiday special. Yes. And it feels like it because it's super cold in Palm Springs this well, cold let's, and rainy let's this not, week. It's not exactly super cold. Well, the rest of the country. Cold for <laughs> us. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. What have we been up to? Anything fun? Uh, oh, you had a weekend off. Yes, finally. The only weekend off in four months. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. Which was really <clears> nice. <throat> Yeah, we went um, to the swap meet up in Yucca Valley. Yeah, we went to the swap meet on Saturday, which is really fun. Farmer's Market. Farmer's Market. Bought some art. We went to drag brunch. Went to drag brunch. That was fabulous. It was. Yeah, and we had a good took, weekend. Took naps, ate more food. <laughs> Just literally. It was, was a little too much food this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we ate all a lot. <laughs> Now we're sort of back to normal mm-hmm. until Thursday. If you listen to this, we record this episode the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So hopefully it was delicious. I'm pretty sure. We're going to a big party. Lots of people. Lots of food. <laughs> yes. Very, that's the way. I'm very excited. That's the way it is. I'm very excited. Yes. Okay. Christmas. Christmas. Yes. All things Christmas. Mm -hmm. And Christmas only because that's the holiday that Paul celebrates in Norway. Yes. Um, But hopefully we've gotten some questions that have to do with all sorts of other traditions. But we'll see. We'll touch on some. Yeah, I have to say, when I first moved to America, my ex was Jewish. I had no idea what Hanukkah was. Well, I grew up in East L.A. and I didn't know what any of that was either yeah until probably i moved to seattle when i was like 21 and Mm -hmm. then i was like oh there's something other than mexican (laughs) 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 i'm sorry white white lady (laughs) just kidding (laughs) so the big family get together is christmas of course without a doubt you know we don't have thanksgiving and it trumps every other don't say that word oh no (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. It's bigger than any other holiday. Yeah. In, In terms of a meal. Meal, family, get together, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. I come from a family that absolutely loved and adored Christmas. My mom was a big Christmas fan. Yeah. Mine too. My grandmother was a big one. I'm a big one. Well, I'm a little less now as I get older. Less, yeah. Because I feel like, you know, it's kind of like a kid's... It's big for people that have kids. Yeah. You know. But in terms of decorating and stuff, that's really why people are into it. I mean, with people who have kids, it's fun to give gifts and all that. But, I mean, my mother loved it because she was so good at decorating. Mm -hmm. That was really what it was Mm -hmm. about. And And she left the decorations up till after New Year's. Yeah, I think we... Took down ours the first week of January. Yeah. We didn't put it up too early. I think some stuff went up and then the tree went up on the 23rd. That's late. Yeah. But that's kind of the tradition in Norway. Yeah. Here, you pretty much put your tree up after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, we didn't. And I think that's better because that's like literally having it for one week. No, I know. And and let's face it, the time leading up to Christmas is always the best time. Yeah. Because there's like lights everywhere, there's music. But how could it be December 15th and you not have any decor up? Well, we had decor up, but not the tree. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's a Norwegian tradition. Yeah. So what other de- <clears throat> what were your decorations like? Your home and your So family? my the thing was that both my grandmother and my mom loved the natural like a natural Christmas, meaning that lots of greenery. Yeah, lots of greenery, moss, cinnamon. We had this huge old wooden bowl that we every Christmas would put, oh, what's it called? Clove spikes into oranges. Yeah, that's very Scandinavian. Yeah, so we would do that. We fill a bowl so the entire room would smell like that. It was a lot about the smells and like the senses, yeah. bringing like, like natural. I remember one year my mom found, I think actually it was at Ikea, maybe in the 70s or something. They, she found all these red apples ornaments. Uh-huh. And that year we had the entire tree was just red apples cool. and lights. It was actually really beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you always have a pot of glug on? It's uh, so fragrant. Yes. And also my grandmother would do like a big pot of just water, boiling water, and then she would add spices. Yeah, and just orange, for the fragrance. Just for the yeah. just for the smell. Yeah. Especially if we were, were having like guests over. Yeah. For sure. So that was amazing. Yes, we had the glug. Which is a mulled wine yeah. hot cocktail. It's like a toddy almost, a mulled wine Yeah, it's, it's hot wine with spices. Yeah. And you just get a, have a little shot glass of it, but you put like almonds <clears throat> or raisins in it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very cut. It's extremely delicious if you're outside. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been skiing or, you know, Did whatever. you add vodka to it or is it just the wine? I think ours were just wine. And you know, when it sort of simmers all day, the yeah. alcohol kind of burns off. Well, <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't add vodka to it, James, okay? <laughs> it wasn't yeah. that kind of childhood. Yeah, and another thing that was big in our house was all the cookies. Yeah. So in Norway, we have something called Syv Sortir, and that means seven sorts. So... You have to have seven different kinds of cookies. Oh, my God, really? Yes. And it can be any or there's only a certain kind? No, it can be any of the holiday cookies, but you should have seven. Oh, my God. If you don't have seven, you're kind of like bad at your household. Okay. Yes, you need to get your money back from finishing school. My mom didn't really bake any of that stuff. So we have something called krumkake, which is translated would be like a crummy cake yeah but it's this super thin kind of like a wafer that oh you cook in a special iron mm-hmm. and hers was so old-fashioned that she, she had one it was cast iron and she cooked them on the stove oh like, interesting yeah and you cook them and as soon as they come out you roll them up so they can either be a cone or like a cigar shape okay and the trick is to get them super super thin yeah. Because then they're just like but make it was, that crispy. It was bendable. And they, it was bendable, yes, for like a few seconds when you take it out. Yeah. And my great aunt could make the, the thinnest, most crispy mm. krumkakir ever. They were actually what were the so, flavors? 
they're just kind of like sweet vanilla-ish. Okay, yeah. She didn't put any spice in there. But they were kind of so thin that in some places you could see through them. Wow. Yeah. And I have never, ever been able to you make mean they're like crispy. You, just, you eat them and they kind of like just crumble. Fall, yeah, they yeah. just crumble apart. Yeah. She made that. And my grandmother's murmush favorite was Baline Kranzer, Berlin Reefs. I'm sorry, all these names. I don't know. <laughs> They don't make any sense, but which was these little crumbly sugar cookies? Yeah, that which had like the big pearl sugar on top, mm. and you make them into little reefs. Cute. Which is the kind <clears throat> that has the almond flower? Oh, that's um, that you make a tree right out of. That's a that's kransakake. So delicious. Yeah, and they're gluten free. Actually, they're gluten free, they? and all of this you find recipes on our website. Sweetpalmag.com. Kransakake, it's egg whites, powdered sugar, and ground almonds. And you mix that. You leave it in the fridge for a day. And then you have these special molds that you make circles in different sizes. So when you put it together, it's kind of like this tall pyramid. Well, it makes a tree. Yeah. So delicious. They have a great texture. Not too sweet. No. The great thing about all... Scandinavian cookies, also cakes, is that they're not too sweet. Yeah. We don't like stuff that is like too crazy sweet. Would that cookie tree count as one of the seven? It can. It can, okay. Yes, it can. My dad always called all these cookies in and out cookies because whenever you had guests, you would put them out and then they would put them back in the cookie tin. (laughs) So they kind of went in and out. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? The leftovers, Mm -hmm. you put them back. Well, you make a big tray of cookies, and people eat what they want. The rest you put back in the tin. Of course you would. Why Why wouldn't you? So my dad called them in-and-out cookies. That's so random. (laughs) Because they're kind of like in-and-out of the cupboard. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's supposed to be funny. It's not that funny. (laughs) But meaning you you bring them out the same batch for multiple events? Yes. Oh, what is so weird is like... In America, I feel like all the cookies would be gone by the end of one party. Well, the thing is, okay, let's put it this way. Let's say it's the 10th party you're going to. Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of over those cookies. Oh, okay. Yeah. So one batch can stretch the whole season. <laughs> one batch can stretch oh the God, whole season. Oh, my God, that's so funny. It's, it's, yeah, because, you know, between Christmas and New Year, when you had all these crazy food, the only thing you want is a salad. Totally. You know, that, that's the only thing you want. Yeah. I have to tell you, tell my favorite memory of my mom. I must have been like three or four. There was no snow. It well, was, I was just going to ask you. There was, normally there's normally snow there's tons every Christmas. Of snow. Yes. Yeah. This was the 23rd. Oh, and remember in Norway, the big day is the 24th. Yeah. At night. Yeah. Not Christmas Not morning. Christmas morning. Yeah. No. It was the 23rd at night. No snow. And I was devastated because how can it be Christmas yeah. without any snow? Yeah. I was small and I wanted to, you know, play outside in the snow. So, so disappointed. Then on Christmas Eve morning, my mom wakes me up and she's like, Paul, I have something to show you. And I can still remember going up to the window with her and she pulls the drapes aside and there was a winter wonderland outside. Snowed all overnight. So it, it was one of those, you know, when... The snow is like light and powdery, and it just like fills the trees. All the yeah. branches are yeah. heavy with snow. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got dressed and we went out, just me and my mom, and we played in the snow. 
Oh, so amazing. Yeah, that was very cute. That's one of the cutest memories I have in my life. Yeah. I think I have a memory, maybe one year only, when I lived in the Catskills where it snowed on Christmas morning. Mm. And it's so magical. Yeah, it's very special. Yeah. But then also, I mean, most of my Christmases Mm. growing up, I remember like sometimes it was 85 degrees in Los Angeles. Like (laughs) so not. And your parents didn't bring in snow and... Uh, no, I no? wasn't Tori Spelling. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think their parents... <laughs> they did. They did brought one in snow They one brought year. in yeah. snow and snow. It's just what I was used to. I didn't really think about... I just remember that one Christmas, it being very warm. But normally, it's just... It didn't really... I wasn't longing for snow. Mm-hmm. You know, just the fact that there were presents under the tree and... Yes. That was all enough. What happens in Norway for Christmas Eve is that you wake up early, of course, and... You kind of start cooking early because people will usually eat maybe around five. A lot of people go to church. It's the one day of the year where the churches are full. Yeah. Other than that, they're completely empty. We didn't go to church. And I remember I was super excited every Christmas because on TV they showed a Walt Disney-like they showed it for like 30 years, the same thing. It was like a Walt Disney like Christmas special. Oh, okay. With little cartoons yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I was super excited about that. Yeah. And also, that was on Swedish TV that we had. Yeah. And on Norwegian TV, they showed a movie called Tante Pusa, which was this movie from like the 30s. Yeah. A Norwegian movie. And they show that every year for like 50, 60 years. On Christmas. Yeah. So that was like a tradition to watch. Yeah. The only thing traditional for us was um, Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, like, It's a Beautiful Life or whatever that is, but mm. I never really watched that. Did you watch Fanny and Alexander every year? Which is a beautiful film, but <clears throat> literally the darkest Christmas film ever made. Yeah. I remember, it takes a turn in the end. Yes. I remember every Christmas, it's on TV, but it's more, it's not a movie, it's a... They turn it into like a TV special. I think it's three episodes, three or four oh, episodes. Okay. <clears throat> the same story or the same characters? The same thing. It's it's the movie that just they turn into a. So it's, oh, it's they, the, they yeah. cut it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I love the opening. If you haven't seen Fanny and Alexander, it's an Ingmar Bergman movie. And the opening will put you in a Christmas mood like nothing else. It's amazing. Yeah. But later in the movie, it goes a little dark. Yes. Let's put it this way. Yes. Okay. So people come home from church or as me, I was watching my my TV. You get dressed and then you eat. And you eat around usually five o'clock. And depending where you live in Norway, we live in Oslo. So that whole area, we eat crispy pork belly with the skin on, Mm -hmm. with the crackling on, and it's served with potatoes, lingonberries, vegetables, gravy, oh, and lefse, lefse, of course, and Mm -hmm. sweet mustard. Yeah. And my favorite was always to break up the pork belly, put it on lefse with with mustard and And roll it up. Oh, so good. Kind of like a carnitas taco. Absolutely. And Mm. as I said before, my mom made the best pork belly ever. Yeah. It was so good. So delicious. For desserts, it was always the same thing. It was cloudberries. It's a Scandinavian berry, which is it's bright orange, 
Yeah, it's very expensive to buy. Super expensive. Because it's hard to forage because it's thorny. It's a thorny bush, I think. Well, it only grows in the mountains. Yeah. And they are, they're kind of mushy. So when you buy them, they're kind of like very... Delicate? Yeah, they're very delicate. And they kind of become this like very loose jam. Well, well, yeah, the jam on ice cream tastes like caramel. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. They're a little tart, and we would serve them with some cookies and whipped cream. And after that, everyone would have coffee. And I remember every year, I was like, oh, my God, please hurry up. What is the delay? Why is, like, everyone taking the time? Yeah, because you wanted to open presents. I wanted to open presents. So after coffee and everything, and, you know, everyone has these different traditions, but then we will... Open the presents. And were you always just freaking out? Do you know were you one of those kids that knew what you were getting or you would sneak to see? I had friends when I was a kid that would literally open the packages carefully to see what it was and then close it back up. I'm like, no, awful. I, I didn't do that, but I was made very clear on my list. Oh, yeah. You indicated what, I, what, it, yes, what, what better be under what the tree. What I wanted. <laughs> I, I was very, and one year I did something awful. So my mom came to me a few days before Christmas and she said, so your sister has bought you something. She bought it with her own money. And when you open it up, try to be enthusiastic because I know it's not what you want. Oh, and you know wait. what I did? which is awful, and I'm very ashamed of it now. I went and I unwrapped it, and I took it, and I went to my sister, and I said, "Uh, excuse me, you cannot give me this. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Do you know what it was? What was it? It was one of those Venetian porcelain masks with like a tear. I was like, no, 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 no. That's that's not me. How old were you when this happened? Well, I was older than you think. I don't even want to say. But she was young. She was, yeah, so she, didn't no, know she was very young. Was she mortified or was she? I think my mom actually thought it was kind of funny. So they went. And it ex- is kind of funny. They went and exchanged it and got me something else. Oh my god! Because I was like, you don't know me at all. This is not who I am. Yeah. Not hanging that on the wall. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of good to like go, why like do a, a whole charade? Like just be like, girl. Mm-hmm. No, this that's, isn't. Yeah, that's more or less. Because then you would have had to kept it and not put it up and like kind of hide it <clears throat> and like secretly throw it away. Yes, you know what I mean? Like, I know, I know. So it was actually better. Yeah. Oh, talking about food. So we had a crispy pork belly. And then up north, they eat freshly caught cod with like this buttery sauce and potatoes and dill. And it's actually really good. And then on the west coast of Norway, they serve something called pinnechet, which is, it's kind of like a rack of lamb ribs yeah. that's been smoked and dried. Okay. So what you do is that you steam them so that they're not dry anymore and it becomes actually real delicious. And then you put them in the oven so that you crisp them up a little bit. Mm. That's very good. It's very salty. Yeah. But it's super good. And it's usually served with mashed rutabaga potatoes and the juice that sort of is left in the pan the jus yeah au jus mm-hmm. or you can eat something called smala hova mm-hmm. which is a half head of a lamb stop it cut you know through brains and all that removed it's smoked and you eat it up in the oven and yes <laughs> no no, you don't. That's like Viking food. Yeah, that's Viking food. I have eaten it once. I have to say, like, the meat, like, the cheek and stuff was delicious. Yeah. Most food like that comes from 
either a poor culture or a culture that yeah was you have to use everything yeah or just a time in any culture where food is maybe not as plentiful it's kind of like you that favorite soup of yours menudo mm-hmm. yeah well my family ate every part of the animal my grandfather would take the blood and mix it with flour and spread it on toast which yeah. I, I can't even that's but, weird yeah there's no part of the animal that wasn't eaten. Mm. liver intestine everything it's crazy yeah. it's crazy but some of it can be delicious oh yeah of course like Absolutely. in menudo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to take a little break and then we come back. We're going to talk about porridge and a pig. Porridge and a pig. Okay, porridge and a pig. The 23rd at night, we would eat something called Riesengrünsgröt. Oh my gosh, I know. the weirdest. I know. It's a rice porridge. So it's rice and milk. Super simple. You sprinkle sugar on top, you sprinkle cinnamon on top, and you put butter in it. And it's actually super delicious. Yum. So my grandmother would make it every year, and then she would put an almond in one of the bowls. Yeah. And whoever got the almond won a marzipan pig. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Marzipan pigs are like a big thing in Norway before Christmas. Every, every family really? has one. And of course, it was always like the kids. So when I was, you know, when I was small, I would always get it. When my sister came, she would always get it. Yeah. It was cuter if we had like more people over. Like, yeah. You know, because then it was more like, oh my God, who's going to get it? Yeah. We did that with putting a black olive in tamales when my family would make. Whoever got the black olive won something. I don't even remember what it was. Yeah, I think it started out with a pig and then we were like, okay, this is a little. <laughs> so I think the last years, it was like, you got like a hundred crowns or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And maybe a little pig. Yeah. I know marzipan isn't a big thing in America, but I love Well, not love- marzipan, but almond paste in anything that's baked. I know. Is so delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can literally mix like mar- almond paste with like oats and whatever you have, mm-hmm. nuts, whatever fruit, and just bake it and it's the most delicious thing ever we have these marzipan sausages they're shaped as a sausage but yeah. they're dipped in chocolate i've never actually eaten marzipan like as a treat hmm. it, it must be very sweet no it's not oh really no it's not you know what it tastes like that kansa kake that's oh, what really? it tastes like yeah oh i imagine it being like pure sugar no 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 no, not at all so it's just almondy Mm-hmm. Oh, because they always are super vibrant colors. Yes. And I'm always like, oof, like my teeth hurt just looking at them. Oh, it's interesting. Delicious. delicious. Oh. Yeah. Can you remember what was your favorite Christmas gift ever? Well, I think there was always something that every year was like <clears throat> the most wanted thing. Yeah. And honestly, we didn't have very much money when I was growing up. So I remember thinking we would never get what we really wanted. Mm-hmm. Like I was very mm-hmm. realistic, mm-hmm. but I was always surprised that we got more than I expected. Yeah. So, you know, there was always a different kind of toy every year, but I remember the year that we got the Atari game system. It was sort of one <laughs> of the first real like game Boy. video game. Oh, uh, okay. Video game consoles. <clears throat> we got Atari 
And we got five games with it. And again, this was probably like $200, which was a lot of money for my family back then. Mm -hmm. And I remember just the so excited because, and it was something that me and my brother both played with. But I remember going to school after Christmas break and feeling so like I was like the <laughs> richest white kid <laughs> on the block because I was like, we got Atari. I felt so cool. So that was really impactful because I didn't expect to actually get it. Mm. So that was super fun. I must have been very small because I can only remember like parts of it, but I wanted a puppy. And really? Yeah. The parts I remember is we're in this like enclosure and there's like a bunch of little black puppies around me. I remember that. And then I remember sitting in the car with my jacket on my knees and a little puppy like bundled up in my jacket. You remember that? I remember those two things. But you were too young to remember the whole... But I'm too young to remember the whole thing. So I must have been like two or three or something. Yeah. Must have been really small. Yeah. Yes, I got a black poodle. So you asked for it and you got it. Yes, I asked for it. Uh, and we got that before Christmas. Yeah. A few days before Christmas. Because I can remember it was cold. Yeah. I remember that too. Yeah, a black poodle. His name was Snip. So in Norway, what are those? They're not squirrels. What are they? Chipmunks. Chipmunks. The hair, I think they're called Chip and Dale. Yeah, Chip and Dale. Yeah. In Norway, they're called Snip or Snap. Oh. Snip and Snap. Oh. Yeah. So I had a black poodle called Snip. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Was it a tiny one? Or a, no, regular size. It wasn't a standard. It was a small poodle. Not the biggest one, the size underneath. Great animal who loved to get into fights. Oh, my God. With yeah. who? With other dogs. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So I think we had to go to the emergency vet room five or six times, and he got, like, sewn up and stuff. Oh, Yeah, he was crazy. Gosh. But very, very sweet to me. I wasn't that worried about what I would... What I was worried about is the thought of getting something. The thought of getting... Oh, something that you didn't That like. I didn't want. Oh. Meaning, is that you especially... Would no, it was especially like sports equipment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I remember one year I really wanted a guitar. And my family, my mom, my dad was like always talking about hockey gear. And I was thinking, oh, my God, I don't want skates and a you know, hockey stick. And so they joked about that up until Christmas Eve on purpose. Oh, see, course. they knew you. Yes. So I got a guitar. Did you learn to play? A little bit. I wasn't always the best at, like, following things through. Oh, really? But I got a guitar. But what I also loved was finding the right gifts for other people. For other people. Yeah. And I put a lot of time and effort into the wrapping did you get like a budget from your parents to buy gifts? Yeah, they would usually give me like a few hundred and then I would go out and I would buy. Stuff for everybody? Yes. My mom was easy because my mom wanted the same thing. It was this one romantic novel thing that she loved and I would get her a new book every year. And usually maybe like a, you know, perfume or a scarf or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And my dad was always a little difficult and he didn't really wear ties, so I would buy him, like, socks or a sweater or something like that. Yeah. And for my sister, you know, she was kind of, like, she was slim and she had big red hair and she was, you know, into fashion. So it was always fun to buy of stuff course, for her. Of course. So I would buy, like, little fashion accessories for her. Yeah. My grandmother always wanted the same thing. She wanted nice-smelling soaps or this German perfume called uh, 4711. 
4711. I think it's the world's oldest perfume still oh, wow. existing. What does it smell like? Kind of old lady. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. baby powder. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. She always Well, I don't even like Chanel number no. fives because to me it smells old fashioned, but. Yeah. It's not the best. Yeah. No. Yeah. I always enjoyed giving gifts. Yes. Yeah. I thought Absolutely. That was so then you would open all the gifts in after coffee. Yes. After coffee and after everyone was like. Did you each go around and take turns <clears throat> opening a gift? I can remember a couple of times when I was a kid, like a neighbor dressing up as Santa. Santa. The men where we lived would take like turns to be Santa that year. Yeah. So one year, this was after my sister came. My dad was dressing up as Santa. Yeah. And she walks up to him and she says, why are you wearing my dad's socks? Oh, no, stop. That was the year she stopped believing in Santa Claus. Oh, my God. The illusion. (laughs) The illusion was broken. What should have given it away was the bad plastic mask. Okay. I mean, that really should have, like... Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Yeah. But, yeah, I remember we had this really beautiful Santa. Old... Must have been my grandfather's, like, Santa outfit. Yeah. With, like, red sort of fake fur and this paper mache mask. Yeah. It was actually really, really pretty. Yeah, so, you know, open presents, play with presents, and then just completely fall asleep. Yeah. And then the next day, Christmas Day, no one does anything in the Oh, you just... You just hang around all day in your pajamas. Yeah. Love it. Play with your toys. You eat. No one visits anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. It's just a day for, like... Yeah. Total chilling. When I was a kid... Christmas Eve was big, too, because that's when we'd go to my grandparents' house in East L.A., which was my Auntie Yoli's house that my (coughs) grandparents lived in. This is my dad's family. It was so exciting because they would have the biggest Christmas tree, Mm -hmm. and there would just be so many presents for Mm -hmm. all of the cousins, Mm -hmm. the grandkids, everybody. So when we were little, it was all about us, right? Yeah. So we would go there, and my whole dad's family (laughs) was there, and we would eat tamales and eat menudo, and it was just so cozy. And they were all Catholic, so they had this whole large manger scene Mm -hmm. in the corner, and then my grandfather, Salvador, would put baby Jesus in the little manger. He would kiss it. It was so sweet. And then we would open gifts. And it was all about the grandkids opening yeah. gifts. And we would get the most amazing things. But we wouldn't open gifts until midnight. So we would watch Christmas movies or like sing songs. But we had to wait till midnight. Wait, to on open the 25th? Gifts. On the 24th, Christmas oh, Eve. Oh, okay. It was so exciting. We would open all the gifts and then eventually all the kids would be so tired. But th- the funny thing is, is every time we would leave on Christmas Eve to go to my grandparents in East mm-hmm. LA, we would get in the car. And I later figured out, because we had our own tree and presents at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when we were waiting in the car that's when they would put out the gifts from Santa. Because there would also be extra gifts from Santa. Because by the time we came back after Mm -hmm. midnight, we were either conked out in the car or we would pretend to be asleep because we wanted to be carried in and put in bed. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm going to... That's what I'm going to do next time we're out for a drive. Okay. (laughs) Please carry me. I'll carry you to bed. Yeah. So then we would be put into bed on Christmas Eve 
And then, of course, me and my brother would wake up at like six or seven in the morning. Oh, yeah, of course. Wake up! It's Christmas! Mm. So then we would go out and there'd be extra presents on the tree. My parents would wake up, probably make coffee, and then we would start to open gifts, each taking a turn, give them away. Yeah. So then we would open all our gifts and then we would get dressed and go to church usually. And then after church, that was it. There's mm-hmm. no formal dinner mm-hmm. or anything on Christmas. What we would do is go to Jack in the Box or something, like mm-hmm. the only fast food joint that was open on yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah. We would have dinner there mm-hmm. and then we would go to the movies. Oh. Going to the movies, because again, it's one of the only things that are open exactly. on Christmas. Everyone goes to the movies mm-hmm. on Christmas Day. So we would see whatever blockbuster yeah, movie course. was out. And that was always <coughs> really fun. Yeah, that was the routine. Does America have that tradition where they hold hands and walk around the Christmas trees no. and singing? No. 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 There is caroling that happens where people will get a group together and they'll yeah, go, and go around from like house to house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have that tradition that the Christmas tree should always be kind of like in the middle of the room. And then... Oh, interesting. You don't put it up by a window? Well, it's supposed to be in the middle of the room because there is a tradition where you hold hands and you walk around the Christmas tree holding hands, singing Christmas songs. Norway's not really that religious, but would you no. sing traditional Christmas carols? <clears throat> yeah. Like but Silent of, Silent Night? And- we would sing Silent Night, but we had a bunch of them that you know weren't religious at all, which yeah. were about... Do you sing Jingle Bells? Mm-hmm. Oh, so-, so the thing in Norway is that you have the Santa, which is you know the Coca-Cola Santa. Yeah. You have that one. Our Santa is called Nissa. Nissa. He's kind of a gnome. So he lives in all the stables and all the... The farms, yeah, all the outhouses, and he takes care of the animals all year. Oh. He either lives there or he lives out in the forest underneath a tree, like in the ground. But he's little. He's like a little gnome. He's kind of small. Yeah. yeah. Every Christmas Eve, you have to put out uh, a bowl of porridge to the gnome mm-hmm. to make him happy. Yeah. If you don't... It's going to be a bad year. And he brings the gifts or he doesn't and bring the he's gifts? He's the one that brings gifts. That's so sweet. I mean, now we do because, you know, every world's become like, you know. Yeah. Would you write letters <clears throat> to Nisa? Yeah. You would? Yes. You write letters asking what you wanted. Yeah. So a lot of our Christmas songs is about him. Oh, okay. So we had religious ones and we have non-religious ones. Yeah. So, yeah. So we would every year put out... Like food. We didn't maybe make porridge, but we would put a couple of cookies outside. Yeah. yeah. Outside the door. And they were gone? The no, morning. they were never gone. What? <laughs> Your dad didn't like take a bite and put it? Oh my no, gosh. No, he didn't. No. I don't know if I ever actually believed in the Santa Claus. Oh, okay. You were but, too but clev- yeah, clever yeah. boy. But yeah, that's some of our traditions. I'm sure we're going to talk about more because we have a bunch of questions. Yay. But um, we'll take a little break and then we're going to come back. With What's Up, Christmas, Sweet Paul. Yes. We are back. Put in your reading glasses, baby. I did. (laughs) What's up, Sweet Paul? It's Christmas. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) This is from, from Kate. Hi, Paul and James. Love the podcast. Hope you keep it going. I am one of those strange people who enjoy home movies and interesting, oftentimes funny and bizarre family stories. So I'm really loving the podcast. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. Yay. You specifically requested holiday questions. So here I go. 
Is gift giving a big thing in Scandinavian countries as it is in the U.S.? And in what ways does it differ? Also, do you have the worst Christmas or worst Christmas present given a received story? And if so, can you please share it with us? <laughs> Thank you for your time. P.S. As an aside, I don't know what that means. The evening of the day before my mom died in a hospital bed in my childhood living room, so literally her deathbed, she looked at me, sighed, and said, well, I may as well tell you this now, and proceeded to tell me several family secrets, which I found out later she hadn't even told her only sibling, my Aunt Maggie. Ooh. One had to do with someone going to prison for embezzlement. Oh my gosh. Another was much more tame but I can't tell you how much I enjoyed hearing them and thought it sad that my mother had waited till she was about to die to unlock that treasure chest. We could have had such interesting conversations, but it was a different time when my mother was told and they were thought of as shameful. I myself thought it colorful and added interest and intrigue to the family's history. After all, my great grandfather had already done his time that fit the crime, but what more judgment was necessary? LOL. We are all human and we all do wonderful and horrible things at different times. It's just life. Thank you again for sharing. It's so true. I mean, none of us is perfect. Yes. And not even sweet Paul is perfect. As we've what do you heard. mean? <laughs> when you've confronted your sister about the gift she I bought know. you. That's really amazing. So okay. any stories? What was, the, what was the question? So the first question was... Oh, is gift, gift giving. giving as big, and then what's the worst? Oh, yeah. Yes. Is as big as it is here. Yeah. I think yeah. everywhere. Yeah, for sure. And you guys were spoiled, so it was probably extra. Uh, yeah, problems. I was a little spoiled yeah. growing up. So, yeah, we always got really good gifts. There was a lot of gifts. Yeah. So, did any of your fears come true where you got something that you yes. did not want? Yes. What were those things? Skates. <laughs> Ice skates? Yeah. I got ice skates one year. And how did you react? I got skis. You know, the skis are chopped yes, off. The, the, yes. yes. I got those. I got uh, slalom, like downhill skis yeah. and boots. I mean, they tried. I wore them once. But how did you react when you got them? Clearly, you didn't hold back your disappointment. No, I think I was like... Did you fake it? I think I faked it. My favorite of getting was always... Well, when I was small, of course, it was like toys. As I got older, it was books or clothes. Clothes, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I remember one year, so it must have been like 12, and I really wanted this puffy down jacket. Mm -hmm. There was a brand called, well, it's still around, Montclair. Oh, yeah. That was big in Norway in like late 70s. Yeah. I really, really wanted one. I wanted like, a, it was navy blue, and it has like the symbol on the arm, and then yeah. it was red on the inside. Yeah, of course. Beautiful. I really wanted that. And I got that one here. That was like, oh my God. That was a really, really good one. The worst gift I ever gotten was actually, I was 17. And a friend of my sister got me, you know, those toys. It's like a little puppy dog that comes on a leash and you can, there's like a thing you can press and the puppy will like bark and walk. Yeah. A toy? Yeah. Yeah, I got that as a 17-year-old. Oh, as a 17-year-old? Yeah. Yeah, that's strange. <laughs> that was very strange. So that one and that mask that my sister never got to give me. Yeah. Were the two worst. Yeah. yeah. Or just inappropriate. If you guys had seen it, you would have been like, yeah, I totally understand why you would return yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. No, I can totally picture it in my head. Yes. Completely. Yeah. Well, thanks, Kate, for sharing that story. What's and your best that gift and worst? Oh, the best is clearly the 
Well, one of the best was the Atari. What's the worst? The worst? I didn't really get any worse gifts. I think when it turned, again, this isn't about any specific gift, but there's a moment in the family where you're no longer one of the kids. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I distinctly remember the year where we went to my grandparents, Mm -hmm. and it was all about the Mm great-grandchildren and no longer about us. I remember thinking, oh, I got like one little lame gift. It's the type of thing where like I was the age where they didn't really know what to get me, but it didn't really matter because I wasn't a kid anymore. And I was just like, oh, it's kind of over. (laughs) My childhood is over. (laughs) Yeah. So it's more like that kind of moment. Sandy Zub asks, have the two of you considered or actually Decorate your beards for the holidays. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've never done glitter beard. Okay. How can you do glitter beard? You're going to get glitter everywhere. In your mouth. Yeah. And yeah. I never understood that. Yeah. No, I've never put any ornaments <clears throat> or any glitter. You actually can buy tiny like beard ornaments. Yeah. And I saw now that you can buy these uh, lights that you can put in your beards. Oh my gosh. Hilarious. It's kind of cute. I would do it. not glitter. I would never do glitter because yeah. let's face it, you would have glitter everywhere. But yeah, I would do ornamentation. <laughs> okay. Okay. Elizabeth Sharpneau. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is her other question because we answered one, I think, last week. Oh, yeah, we did. I would love to know how you plan to celebrate the holidays in your new hometown. Mm. And then she goes on to ask. Now that you've lived in PS for a few months, where are your favorite places for meals out and local fun? Oh, okay. Okay. So the first part, holidays. So yeah. Oh, we haven't really figured out what we're going to do for Christmas. We haven't. I'm sure we're going to be here. We're going to probably get a tree soon after Thanksgiving. We'll get a little tree. And then I definitely want to make a full Norwegian Christmas dinner. Of course. And we'll invite some good friends over of to course. share that with us. Yes. So I can, you know, spread the joy of pork belly with crackling oh, yeah. to the world. Yes. Some good drinks. Yeah. I think we might try to do like a Mexican theme for the decorations. Yes. I so would... like mini pinatas. Oh, I love that. You know, hot pink, mm. orange, gold, like very green. Yeah. There's colors that wouldn't work anywhere else that really works here in the desert. Oh, yeah. So like yellow yeah. and, you know, all those yeah. those colors. Yeah. So we'll do something <clears throat> fun like that. Yes, totally. I'm not going to decorate myself to death because, you know, when you work with magazines, I've kind of been on the Christmas mode now for like a few months. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to decorate too much. No, no, no. We'll just do a tree and we'll do lots of food. And we have to get um, new outfits for the boys. Oh, yeah. They need to get little Christmas sweaters because they're so cute in in their sweaters. Mm -hmm. We'll do a tree and I definitely want to do the oranges with the clove because it just smells so good. Yes. Little things like that. Yes. And we'll post pictures on Sweet Paul's Instagram. And she asks where we like to eat. Yeah. Hmm. Favorite meals out. There's lots of good Mexican. <sighs> yes. What's that one place with the queso? Do you remember what, what that's oh, called? Oh, it's called... I, I, I don't remember what it's called. But there's two of them <clears throat> here. But they have the most luscious queso. It like it's with, real cheese. Yeah, and it comes with chorizo. Yeah. And it's one of those, you know, when you 
put your chip or whatever you put it in and you draw it up and you I literally need a pair of scissors. Yeah, because the because they're so, so cheesy. Gooey. Oh, it's so good. Um oh, we have a place that does amazing smoked meat, pastrami and all that stuff. It's called Sherman's. Oh yeah, Sherman's <clears throat> is so delicious. Oh, they also and have the, the best the, cheesecake. No, yeah. sorry, carrot cake. Carrot cake. The, oh. the pastrami on the West Coast is much different than it is on the East Coast. It's lighter. It's steamed. Mm. So it's like lighter and it's very juicy and, and finer cut yeah, than the pastrami so, on the East so, Coast. So, so, so good. This but, is a place for a lot, a lot of good food. Yes. Whatever. Um, I'm trying to look up what the Mexican restaurant is. Oh, yeah. Because if you come... You have Melvin's, which is kind of like your very old school. It's El Mirasol. El Mirasol. 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 It's delicious. If you go, have the queso. Yeah, or have the carnitas. Just saying. Okay. Next question. Yes. This is from Kins D. Ask. Don't know if this is too specific, but here goes. I love Nordic Christmas decor, etc., but now live in a warmer climate where it's not always cold at Christmas. Think on Titovis. Oh, because she went to Texas, right? Mm-hmm. How can I keep the Nordic look without it seeming too out of place, i.e. snow covered everything? I use a lot of natural components as part of the thing. Thanks. It's such a great question. Yeah, and as she said, it's what she does. It's using all those natural elements. You know, do the oranges with the clove. Yes. Get, you know, a big bowl of maybe like cinnamon sticks. Get get the nature inside. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Lots of candles. Yeah, don't worry about the snow. No, 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 no. Moss. Yeah. You know, wood. Get all those beautiful yeah, Things and make instant. a Nissa, which yes. you probably have the pattern to make it on Sweet Paul Mag. Right? <clears throat> oh, yes. Oh, my God. I, I make the cutest, like, little gnome. Christmas and it, gnome. Yeah, it, and it's you find it on sweetpaulmag.com. Yeah, super cute. On the crafts. It's really, really sweet. You don't need a lot, but it's finding a few of those elements, mm-hmm. you know, and it's... Simmering the orange peel, the clove, mm-hmm. the cinnamon on the stove. Mm-hmm. You know, the smell of pine and fir and, and all those. Oh, so good. Yeah. So it's mostly to get those. It's those, about nature. Yeah, it's about the nature, getting the nature inside. And, you know, it's about the senses. Yeah, absolutely. Mary-Kate asks, I also want to ask about Christmas. Was this a time filled with religious traditions growing up? Did you believe in Santa? Or if so, when did you stop? What did you do? in the weeks leading up to Christmas to prepare. When you spent your first Christmas in the States, what struck you as different? Thank you and happy Thanksgiving. Yay. My first year here, and I was in New York on the Upper West Side, was that everything, it was business as usual, Christmas. I come from a place where everything is closed for Christmas. Here we could go out on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day and things were open. Yeah. That was very shocking to me. But do you remember walking up like fifth avenue during christmas yeah I loved- because i know your first thanksgiving was disappointing i know but did you at all think it was magical in new york and no christmas? i did I, I remember we walked up fifth avenue i looked in all the windows like bird of goodman and all that i went to the park i thought it was beautiful yeah but it was absolutely beautiful it's kind of like a magic moment but what really struck me was that like 
there were so um, um, like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. There were so many people out, and things were open. And I was like, so when does these people have time off? Yeah, you know, people that work in the shops and yeah. the restaurants, and welcome you know, to capitalism. <clears throat> yeah. That's actually what I thought. I was like, that's weird that these all these poor people have to yeah. work. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of things to do. Of course, the whole house needed to be cleaned from top to bottom. Yeah. And that took a few days. Yeah. I'm yeah. still not over the fact that you waited until the 22nd <clears throat> to put up the tree. 23rd. The 23rd mm. to put up the tree. Mm. I mean, I think we did later years. We put it up much earlier. Yeah. But in one of us. So it was, the, it was actually part of the <laughs> Christmas tradition yes. of the night before mm-hmm. Christmas, literally. Yes. You, Christmas Eve was so, was the big day. So what they used to do in the olden days was that the adults would go in and they would decorate the tree. Kids were waiting outside and. At a certain point, they would open the doors, and then the kids could come in and like, oh, my God, oh. Yeah. Plus, they probably went and chopped down their own tree yeah. at some point. Yeah, totally. We would buy the tree very early because my mom was very picky. It had yeah. to be wide and full. Like, she wanted a lot of branches and yeah. a lot of, you know. Yeah, of course. So, we got the tree really early. We kept it outside in the snow. Oh, yeah, we would, of course, some years we would make ornaments. I remember we made these red felt hearts because my mom wanted like a hundred of them on the tree yeah so me and my grandmother and great aunt we made all those hearts stuffed with cotton and you know sold yeah, them by yeah. hand so there was a lot of things to do you know baking and getting all the food ready yeah it was a busy time like yeah. december was always very busy i love those that um ornament craft you do where you weave the paper yes the basket. Yeah. yeah. Basket weaving mm-hmm. heart ornaments mm-hmm. are really So if you, if you need um, any, you know, ornament tips or Christmas tips, go to our website, sweetpaulmag.com. There's tons of craft ideas, recipes, you know, whatever. Yeah. Tons. Okay. What else should she ask? Well, you touched on this stuff, but there aren't a whole lot of religious traditions. <clears throat> well, it might well, be I'm the sure. only holiday where people do go to church. Yes, more or less. That's the year that, and I remember I went one year and I can remember the priest like kind of like shaming us, <laughs> everyone oh that was there. Oh my God. Yeah. He talked about like, I wish this was like every Sunday. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> it's good for Christmas is good for business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. But yeah, I come from a not religious family. So for us, it didn't mean, it was more like getting the sensation of christmas yeah you know. i mean there is something to was the church beautiful the one we went no it wasn't. no it wasn't it was kind of modern yeah but not very no there are of course amazing churches in norway and we have those churches that you know the vikings built which are like 1500 years old they're so incredible they're all made of wood and when you walk in the way they preserve the wood is using tar so when you walk in, it smells like tar. It's kind of amazing. So cool. You didn't believe in Santa, but... I think I, mu- I must have done when I was very small. You don't remember being excited by Missa? No, I was. When I was a little kid, yes, no, I was. I, yeah. was, I was definitely excited. And of course, yeah. And, and, you know, waking up Christmas Eve morning, it was like dragging for syrup to like... Oh my God, the day just went so slow. Oh, so yeah. slow. Yeah. And of course, you know, if people wanted like seconds for dinner, I was like, oh my God, what is going on? Oh my God. <laughs> and like, coffee, anyone? And I was like, what? <laughs> 
no coffee. <laughs> We're gonna have coffee after. My God, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I was so very fun. excited for those those presents. Yeah, and who was at your house? Your mom, your dad, your sister, your grandmother, my grandmother, and my your great, great aunt. aunt, and then every other year, my father's um, parents would come. Yeah, sometimes my uncle and aunt, nieces. So sometimes we were like fifteen people. Yeah. And of course, that was fun. And that was very fun with the gift thing because what we did that one person would take up a gift underneath a tree and say, okay, this is to blah, blah, blah from blah, blah, blah. And so then, one at a time. Yeah. And then what we would do, especially in the later years when, you know, the gifts were kind of like dwindling, <laughs> that we would, the person that got the gift would open it and show it to everyone. Oh, of course. Before we went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's always how we do it. Because in the beginning, we were just like, okay, this is to to Paul from grandmother. And I would just put it in my pile and just, you know, open. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it's cuter when, you know, you open it up and you show it to everyone. Yeah. yeah. And then you have to wait for your turn again. And then you have to wait for your turn. Yes. Gosh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's it for questions, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm no. in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Let's go get a treat. Let's no, go too get early. a treat. We'll wait till next <clears> week. <throat> Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> it's from Frost. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Olaf. Oh, Olaf. Which, you know, is based in Norway. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. The biggest animated film of all time is based, based in, in Norway. Norway. Yes. I love it. So, so now what's left is to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, May All Your Dreams Come True This Christmas, and Happy Hanukkah, Happy um, Kwanzaa, Ramadan, Happy Ramadan. Happy absolutely everything. Yes. Yes. We are going to take a little break now until January. Yes. You know, gather ourselves and mm-hmm. you know, for 2020. For 2020, it's going to be an important year. <clears throat> and our Christmas wish is for all people to have a real, real life experience of the pursuit of joy, happiness, and Feel freedom good. and <clears throat> equality. Yes, that sounds really good. Love you guys. Love you. Happy holidays. Mm-hmm.